Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not so new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to say there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October when we play the best variety of Halloween music. I'm very happy to have today's guest with me for a variety of reasons, most importantly, because she's my wife. She also put out some wonderful Christmas music a while back, and she has some Christmas stories that I think you might be interested in. Lisa Kessler, thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. You've released two CDs, a CD of Broadway show tunes, and then a Christmas CD that listeners of The Sounds of Christmas will probably be familiar with. The Magic of Christmas came out, I think, in 2009. Is that right? Oh, I can't remember. I think so. I think that's the right year. I think it is. Yeah, I believe that's right. So if you listen to The Sounds of Christmas, you've certainly heard Lisa's versions of Christmas Vacation and Merry Christmas, Darling, and many other songs other than me trying to make you record certain things and push you to do this CD. What, what do you remember about putting together this release? Oh, the CD was very fun because my favorite accompanist was all over it, making his own arrangements of the songs. Steve Sivkovich is a gifted accompanist and he made it so much fun. All of the arrangements were basically his. He's one of those people who can embellish anything. And our production guy who was the engineer who was making magic found kids to help sing backup on Christmas vacation. And anyway, it was it was very fun, very holiday-ish. Got got you in the mood for the holiday times. It was good. I honestly can't remember if the magic of Christmas, the whole album, the idea of it was was my idea that I tried to push on you to make you do, or if this is something that you wanted to do. Do you remember? Well, I had done, I had started the, um, the Broadway show tune CD, I think before we got married, before you were even on the West Coast. And I thought that I was done. And Ken has an online Christmas radio station and he's really into Christmas music. And I have always been a church musician my entire adult life. And so I have a huge repertoire of Christmas music. And I think that you probably said we should record it, but I put together the song list, I think, with Steve and we picked our favorites Christmas Vacation was totally Ken's idea because I love that movie and he tracked down trying to get the rights so that we could record it. So that was all Ken. But I think the rest of it was was mine. I think so. Were there any particular artists or Christmas songs that sort of inspired you along the way to record the songs that you did? Uh, no, they were pretty much inspired by my favorites, also Steve's favorites. Um, 
Perfect Christmas Night was fun because that's from The Grinch, which I love. And I'm trying to think the other songs. The, the other songs were pretty much classics. I did Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because that's my daughter's favorite Christmas song. And Steve and I had so much fun on the second verse. We, we kind of took off and did our own thing. And that was very fun. So she approved. Um, <laughs> but the rest of them, I think, were just classics that I love and that I loved singing with Steve because he really made them come alive. So it was fun. I remember pushing for Christmas Vacation for for a couple of reasons. I knew it was a family favorite movie. And I also knew because of the Sounds of Christmas radio station that there weren't very many versions of it, not at that time anyway. And the original version that appears in the movie was actually locked in a vault and it belonged to Prince because his label had recorded it and he had tried to do other things with his label and had issues with friends that were no longer friends. And he got fed up and he locked up the vault and Christmas Vacation was one of the songs that was in there. So the original version wasn't out and available and no one seemed to be covering it. And I thought this is a song. It'd be great if it was a song that would make a whole lot of money. But really, I thought this is a song that people like, and it has a nice connection to the holidays and to a movie that a lot of people love. And you don't get to hear it on the radio because of legal reasons and all that kind of stuff. So I remember really pushing to get that one out there. Since then, there have been lots of other recordings and the vault has opened up and that original version is available again, in addition to to so many more and people putting their own spins on it. But back in 2009, which doesn't seem like it was that long ago, that, know, that right? wasn't, yeah, that wasn't the case. So that was why I really, I, I really hope that you would record that one. You were right, because that was the song off of the Christmas CD that got played on terrestrial radio also that year. Yeah. Yes, it did. I was very happy and proud and all that kind of stuff that I could do that just to be able to share the Christmas music, because that's really what the Sounds of Christmas is all about. But since you released The Magic of Christmas, you have released 40 paranormal romance novels. Wow. 40. <laughs> yes, I've written a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, the latest that just came out and and really, it, I mean, it's fun to be able to reminisce with you about the Christmas music. And, and we're certainly all about the Christmas music. But the latest story that you've just released, the novella is actually a Christmas story. It is. It's called A Winter's Wish, and it's just out now. You can grab it. It's full of holiday magic, literally. And it, it was so much fun to write and adorable and melted my heart. Usually my paranormal romances have very high stakes, life and death, and there's fights and blood. And, and the Christmas novella does not. It's very magical and pretty light for me. Um, but oh my gosh, my heart. It was it was very, very fun to write. Without giving anything away, can you tell us a little bit about what it's about? 
Yes. So the idea germinated because another author friend wanted to uh, put together some Fae holiday stories. But of course, I'm thinking about it and I'm thinking, well, the Fae don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, but when I write these, I call them the Summerland stories, and they're always about a fae creature who crosses the veil into the world of man. So she is very magical, and I always pair them with very mortal human men. So these are not men with, you know, any kind of special powers. They're just really down-to-earth guys who are usually down on their luck and feeling very less than magic. Um, one of them, the hero, was Scott from Jiffy Lube. In this particular book, it's Darren, who is the down-and-out songwriter, and it's December, and he can't quite make his rent. And his cousin, who is a manager of the promenade in Santa Monica, California, calls him up in a panic one morning because he his Santa has food poisoning. And it's the big parade and they have to have Santa in it. So he asked Darren to uh, be Santa and Darren thought, well, I do need to make rent. How bad could it be? And meanwhile, I have a warrior elf from the winter realm who has the magic is dying in her world. And the there is a prophecy about a wisher. And she needs to find the wisher in order to save her world. And she needs the blood of the wisher to do it. So she's a big warrior elf and off she goes and she crosses the veil looking for the wisher. And she happens to pop through the veil right where the parade is getting together and they grab her and go, oh, it's our elf. And so she gets paired up with Darren as his elf, as Santa's elf. And so anyway, it was pretty darn adorable um, because he, of course, doesn't realize she's a real elf and she doesn't realize that they think she's a fake elf. So anyway, it was it was very fun. It's a very fun fish out of water and so chock full of holiday goodness and holiday wishes that you make with your whole heart and all the magic that comes with that. So it was it was very fun. And where can everybody find your new novella? It's available everywhere. So wherever you like to grab your eBooks, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Kobo, Apple, the Google Play Store. It's everywhere. So I hope that you will grab it and I hope it will bring you some Christmas magic, warm feelings inside because Darren was a songwriter. And every time I write a musician in my books, it's always very near and dear to me, but also stressful because when I write a musician in my books, if they have to write a song, that means Lisa has to write a song <laughs> and, and I am not a poet, but the song uh, that he wrote about the one wish at Christmas was beautiful. And so anyway, I'm very happy with how it turned out and I hope that everyone it will bring you some Christmas cheer. Okay, not to put you on the spot, and I can edit this out if, if we don't like it. <laughs> but okay. since you have written a Christmas song for this novella, have you considered recording it yourself? No, because I am not an accompanist. So I would have to find someone who would help me write an accompaniment to go with it. Uh, otherwise, I would just have to sing an acapella and it would not be nearly as magical. 
but in my head, it's a beautiful song with a guitar. Okay. So if there's anybody listening who, <laughs> who fits the bill and is interested, keep listening to this podcast. And when Lisa tells us how to connect with her, you can reach out and maybe you guys can collaborate and maybe next year we'll have a new Christmas song. We'll have an amazing Christmas song about a wish. Right. <laughs> right. So, so this one is called a winter wish, but this is not your first Christmas story. You have another Christmas novella from just a couple of years ago, I think. I do. I do. It's a werewolf novella. It's called The Lone Wolf's Wish. That one has has a little bit more fighting than than the Summerland stories with the Fae um, <laughs> because it's werewolves. But The Lone Wolf's Wish is a really cool. It's a Southwest Christmas. It takes place in Sedona. So there are lots of Sedona things to do in it around Christmas. And basically it's a second chance romance. So he goes to Sedona hunting the assassin that he believes killed his entire pack. And when he finds him, he also stumbles across his one true love from high school who got away. And <laughs> so he stumbles across her and also discovers she is his one true mate. Dang it. And he's a werewolf. So anyway, and fun ensues because he is a werewolf and it opens on the full moon and she is a veterinarian and she finds this giant wolf who protected her from getting shot. And she takes him back to the vet hospital to fix him up and is very surprised when there's a man in the vet hospital. <laughs> this novella is is connected to a series, isn't it? Yes, it's actually a bridge between the Moon series and the Sedona Pack series. So it's like a prequel to the Sedona Pack, but it happens after the Moon series is finished. You don't have to have read either series. It stands alone. But if you're interested in the Werewolf series, it's a bridge between the two series. That was actually going to be my next question. If you had to read the others before you could read it. So this one's another Christmas wish book. The new one is a winter wish. And this one was the lone wolf's wish. Yes. But there's still more Christmas stories that you've written. You've written a couple of short stories that take place or have to do with Christmas as well. I have. I wrote a short story anthology and there's a whole section of it that is Christmas stories. And uh, one of the cutest ones, though, is uh, the demon's first Christmas. And it's a demon that's supposed to be doing bad things, but he accidentally stumbles upon Christmas time and he falls in love with Christmas. So he has to hide it from the other demons that he's buying Christmas stockings and lights and tinsel. And, uh, <laughs> and he's supposed to be doing bad things, but he also loves giving gifts. So he's secretly giving kids Chia pets and all this fun stuff that he finds because it makes him feel good, but he has to secretly let the other demons think he's doing bad things. And I also wrote a vampire Christmas story where one of the three kings is a vampire secretly. Um, and so that one was pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think the other Christmas stories that are in there. I believe there's four Christmas stories in Forgotten Treasures is the anthology. So there are some Christmas things hidden in there, too. So Forgotten Treasures and The Lone Wolf's Wish and The Winter Wish. 
those are things everybody can find on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all the usual suspects that you had mentioned, right? Yes. Yes. And a winter's wish is the new one. Right. And for people who are listening to this, whether they want to contact you about collaborating on a song or they just want to, <laughs> they just want to keep up with you. Is there a particular social media? I know you're on all of the socials. You're on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, and you have a YouTube channel. Are there any of those that are better than others for people to follow? Or should they go to your website and click on links from there? What's the best way? Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty connected to all of my social media and my website. So really, whatever is easiest for you. My website is lisa-kessler.com. And I'm on all the social medias. Many of them I'm on as Lisa Kessler, but some I'm on as Lady Disney, which is L-D-Y Disney. No A in there. Um, <laughs> and you can find me at any, any of those places. I'm pretty available. Yes. A Winter's Wish is out now, along with the other Christmas stories we mentioned. And the music is still available uh, wherever you stream and download and listen to music the name of the album is the magic of christmas you can also find that everywhere just like just like the books lisa thank you so much for joining us even on, on tiktok even on <laughs> that's right even on tiktok i was so surprised to find people doing videos to my music on tiktok <laughs> to the christmas music or to the to the other music or to both to all to all of it, to both both CDs, I have found people doing videos to the Christmas music and to the Broadway show tunes. So it's very fun. <laughs> so if you're on TikTok, you should check that out too. So really, the books and the music are really everywhere. Yes, they are. <laughs> Terrific. Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Merry Christmas, everyone. And thank you so much for listening, helping us share some Christmas spirit and helping this podcast continue to grow. Since you're listening now, you've obviously found us somewhere. But if there's another site you like to use for podcasts, check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. And again, the website is soundsofchristmas.com. Then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station, to listen to the music, you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through the website. Thanks again. And may you always believe in Santa Claus.